Hello, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. This podcast is about people, their stories, their experiences, and the things they can't explain. We live in a world where supernatural occurrences happen to people more often than we talk about. And on this show, we're going to explore these paranormal encounters and become a place where people can share what they've gone through without the fear of being told they're crazy. You are not alone. My name is Rafael Gonzalez, and you are listening to Maybe It's Spiritual. back to Maybe It's Spiritual. Those of you who are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, thank you. Please leave us a five-star and a review. We want to hear from you. We are on Instagram, Maybe It's Spiritual, TikTok, Maybe It's Spiritual, our new YouTube. That's what it's called. We have a YouTube. Um, we put some longer clips. If you guys want to see our wonderful faces and some of our guests, we're on there. Yeah, we have a Gmail, maybe it's spiritual. If you have a story and you want to share it with us, don't be shy. We're all pretty nice. Um, send us a Gmail, maybe it's spiritual at gmail.com, and we want to hear from you. So tonight we are welcoming a maybe it's spiritual alumni from first season, Tristan. Hello. Hello. And he brought with him his lovely girlfriend, Megan. Hi. Hi, Megan. Hey. So the first time around, we talked about all of your insane dreams. That is correct. And you were back to tell us some more insane dreams. I'm back for much more. <laughs> and much, much more. <laughs> but wait. But tonight, we're going to start with Megan, because she has some experiences that she would like to bring to the table. I have, mo I have maybe one or two. <laughs> Ten? That's crazy. Maybe. Whatever you want to start with. And you also have dreams. I do have dreams. A couple, um, couple that dreams together stays together. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Although I'd say Tristan probably has a couple on me that I can't say that I've ever had. Um, but yeah, um, I know my... Earlier on in my life, I actually experienced seeing shadow creatures, if you will. Um, right. When I was... Oh gosh, I'd say 12 or 11. I distinctly remember sitting in my living room and out of the corner of my eye, I saw what looked to be about like a medium to large size dog. And I could distinctly tell that it was a dog. Like I could tell the shape and it kind of looked like a Labrador. But when I got up to go and check it out, I couldn't see anything. Because when I, by the time I got up and went to go look down the hallway where it started walking to, there was nothing. But then when I kind of got to thinking, growing up around age two, my parents actually had a yellow lab that was right there with me. Oh. So to me, I felt like it was that dog looking over me as I'm growing older. But that's the only experience I've ever had. With the dog? Yeah. And it was like all black? Or was it? It, 
So it to me, it kind of looked like a shadow. Like I didn't see a face. I didn't see their ears or anything like that. It was just a shadowy image and it was walking. Hmm. But I could tell based on the shape and the tail and everything that it was definitely a Labrador type. It might have even been a golden retriever. I really don't know. But to me, I saw the shape and I've only ever seen pictures of what this dog used to be when I was age two. Wow. So you didn't obviously feel like fear or anything like that? No, it was more curiosity, if you will, as wow. to what what exactly was that. Like I didn't feel fear or anything. I was just, oh, a new animal. I want to go check it out. But then it was never there. So it was just that spooky. That is spooky. Did you tell anybody? I tried to tell both of my parents, but they're not very supernatural people so when i told them they went you were probably just seeing things i'm like i probably did but you also can't explain it like the things kids say kind of stuff (laughs) but you should listen to the things kids say absolutely some of the creepiest stories come from what kids say yeah have you ever listened to like the youtube yeah there's like a youtube videos that said like the creepiest things kids have ever heard Mm -hmm. didn't you send me one maybe yeah you did send me that That was a long time ago yeah but it was so scary yeah, kids just sitting on the floor talking to something. Talking to something, talking yeah. about their past lives. Like, and they turn around and go like, oh, where'd they go? <laughs> like, yeah, my son's four and he says some horrifying things. Absolutely horrifying. But I believe him because I'm super... Why wouldn't you? Why not, right? I mean, like, they're seeing something. Um, so any... What else happened to you? Um, actually around that time, I went over to my grandparents' house, which was right up the road from me. And I was sitting at the kitchen table waiting for my grandma to come down the stairs. And I saw like the same exact shadowy figure of a cat walking up the hallway. And then it just took a left into their front room and just vanished. But I couldn't tell what exactly it was, but I do remember that she had a cat when I was growing up. And I've, I've only ever known that cat every time that I go, went there. Yeah. But around that time is when they lost that cat due to age. Wow. So it was, it was almost like a guardian, if you will, of the household. And mm. it was kind of weird that I saw it, and then I never saw it again. And I remember my grandma coming back down the stairs, and I kind of asked her, like, hey, where's your cat Dixie? And she went, she's gone. Like, I'm pretty sure that I just saw her, but it didn't look like her. And she's like, okay. And it was just nothing after that. And I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to believe me at this point, but it's definitely going to be at the forefront of my mind because yeah. it's definitely weird and unexplainable. Well, yeah. And the fact that like it's two like deceased pets in your yep. family. Have you seen any other deceased animals? Uh, no, um, which I'm actually surprised that I haven't seen anything at Tristan's house because I think that was the more recent animals that have um, passed. Yeah. No, I, I don't remember you saying anything else other than that one time you saw like eyes in my basement. Oh, I was <laughs> that was a different time, which, and that was more recent, I I but I know... Episode. Those eyes, to me, look like demon eyes, but then when you brought up that that is where my VR system is, right, that it, might have explained but it. But it was switched off. Like, you told me about it, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. That's what it has to be. And I went downstairs, and they were unplugged. So, 
I and don't like, know and with why. The lights, with the lights off, there was like nothing that was like glowing red in there. So oof. yeah, that then it I spooked me a little. <laughs> I am wanting to still believe that it's your VR system because after seeing that and seeing how bright it was lit up to me it kind of looked like um if you go to like the halloween store and oh yeah and just seeing like the glowing red eyes in the oh like in the plastic darkness. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was like the perfect distance and it was too high to be a human and i'm like okay not going in tristan's basement anytime soon yeah <laughs> see now that you, now that you describe it like that uh with the vr system plugged in the the lights are kind of like it's like six or eight of or you know six of them or eight of them like in yeah. a square shape and they're not really bright but you know they're a little dim in the dark how how tall do you think they were to be honest i'd say about seven feet easily seven or eight feet Whew. it that's was the height dude that's the height that's about it how was... tall the basement is too like yeah at, at its most usually when people see stuff of that nature it's always at least at least seven to eight to nine like between like the seven and nine foot range when they see those things that's creepy and your vr i wouldn't have put that vr on dude <laughs> oh it's super fun no i i've tried it i've done it it's actually really fun mm-hmm. it's actually super super fun it's really fun to watch other people do it oh you look like an absolute idiot oh, I love like it. when you're in it you're so cool and awesome doing whatever you're doing in the game but if like if you're if you were to record yourself, you're like, wow, I look real stupid. I have a video of my wife doing VR on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing ever because she's like, she's like, ooh, ooh. Right. Sorry. It's so funny. Anyway, sorry. It's neither here nor there. But that is so scary. Did you guys ever like have any other experiences in that basement? Like on top of that? No, never really. Just that like, was that was the only time that something happened in the basement. The only thing that's ever happened at the house was the time I uh, said or told the story about my great-grandmother uh and seeing her in the hallway but that was it dang i i know after i think it was like a couple months after that Mm -hmm. experience that i would never like truly go down into his basement and like peek around any corners i would like feel for the light switch and always turn it on and then i'd look to see if the coast is clear well yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be running down there either like i don't know what you have locked away in the basement but um can it stay locked (laughs) i just i I just keep thinking about the fact that the vr was over there like to me you know what i mean like that was like a like a channel that it got through or like i don't know something or or maybe it turned it on or whatever but and and then floated to the ceiling (laughs) (laughs) it was just like Like, oh it was uh, just playing vr on its own it was playing it's like this is awesome (laughs) i I look so this where i'm at like wait is that somebody Oh shit, and disappears. We need, <laughs> we need these in my dimension. Right. All right. So dreams. Who wants to start with their dreams? Because the dreams are weird. <clears throat> I mean, going along the terms of paranormal, I guess you can start because mine are just dreary. <laughs> I could, I'll start with the first one because I'll talk about the cove and I know you know about that one. Oh yeah. The, uh, was the ghost hunting but dreams? Real, but real quick, I, I came across another story that I, I, I know I didn't... I don't think I mentioned to you uh, that I heard from a coworker. Oh. Uh, and it's it's real quick, but basically he... Uh, they mo- they just moved into a house, and uh, the wife kept seeing, like, you know, this old guy in a suit in the house. And, you know, it, it scared her, but 
they kept seeing him so often it just became one of the things where like oh there's a guy in the oh house. the guy in the house yeah yeah but he never saw it he that whoever this person was never like you know shown himself to him and then he just never believed it thought she was crazy seeing things but he opened the fridge door and he felt someone like behind him and he saw like his feet and his legs and his pantsuit and it kind of you know freaked him out and then like he turned around and, like there he was and then he just disappeared Oh, so you like saw him and yeah. then he disappeared? Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> and but um and then eventually it just became a thing where he was just in the house. They found out that the couple uh passed away in the house, but only the guy, only the old guy showed up. Um, but it wasn't like evil or malevolent. He was just kind of there. Just like, hey, I'm trying to get in the fridge too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you done in there, bro? But, you done, bro? <laughs> but what's crazy about it? I am this eating your Applebee's leftovers. Is one night he wakes up in the you know in the middle of the night and sees the guy in their doorway like in the hallway and he's got a really worried look on his face like hey like something's wrong yeah and he gets this feeling that he should go check on his daughter he goes to his daughter's room like runs past him and uh checks on her and she's got like high fever super sick short breath like in just in a lot of trouble and ran her to the hospital and her appendix exploded oh my goodness yeah and and he just told uh he just tells himself that 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 guy in the house saved his daughter's life that's wild because if she she went all night like that she probably could have died yeah oh my goodness yeah so like he thinks that he he woke him up to save her did he ever see him again after that? Uh, probably. I don't know. But yeah. uh, that was a story I like, just recalled a while ago that I thought was really cool. To no, tell. that is a really cool story. I, You hear, I mean, I've heard a lot of the stories of where people have something that just stays in their house mm-hmm. and they're just cool with it. Right. And that, I could never do that. <laughs> but like, like a party who wants that, but at the same time, like right starting that way right like if it, i turn around and there's someone just there that's not there and just disappears like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm done like i'm done like i don't know people handle it differently yeah i know and like a lot of those people are just fine with it but i mean in this case this is different this is like a lot of times it's like a relative but it's, i mean it's always someone who's passed on once in a while though there'll be someone who'll be like i don't know who this was it's just super random like but i don't know that's cool though. I mean, that's a cool story. Right. I mean, at least it's the ghost did a good thing. <laughs> right. It's a good ghost instead of like I don't know. Like, like, cause I, I like telling that one because you don't hear a lot of good ghost stories. No, no, you don't. I, but they're you, always like terribly bad. <laughs> yeah, or or like, but like I have heard somewhere like like some sort of spirit or whatever is in the house like warned somebody before like mm-hmm. like there was like a gas leak or there was like oh wow. stuff like that like that you do get the warnings but it's interesting that it appears as like. That's the weirdest part. Like, you'd think it would appear as somebody you would be comfortable with instead of somebody that's, like... Because it only showed up to the wife first. And, you know, and she was, she was you know, kind of scared at first, grown used to him. And I guess he made his attempt with him at some point living in the house to to make it a little easier. It's all right. right. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm here. Just, I don't want to bug you too much that's what bug you too much <laughs> just want to let you know check on your daughter your daughter she is dying in the next room yeah want to go in there but it was it was a regular occurrence seeing him in the house that's so wild 
Yeah, I've never had that, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, All spirits, cool. stay away from Raph's house. He is totally cool. He's just ignoring you. Yes. <laughs> Please go. There um, is the door. I still see stuff. I still see I'm not going to lie. I still see stuff out of the corner of my eye. Weird things have happened. But I've had lights turning on and off and weird stuff like that. But I'm like, you can go now. Thank you. It's like, ah, funny. Time to go. <laughs> Time to go. Stay out of my fridge. <laughs> um, there is no bacon. There please. is no Or s- would you please eat the leftovers? Because my kids won't. <laughs> that's, that's, that's real talk for a minute. Um, tell us your ghost story, Hunter Dream. Yeah. That, so- dude, those dreams, like, you, you teased us in the last episode two years ago, and I've been waiting. Yep. And they're here. And I had one more since then. Another one? That, yeah, because when I had That goes the, with it? You have like a trio? It, no, they don't, none of them connect. They're just all like ghost hunting related. Because I had, because there was two, and then I had like one more that was like probably, I think, the most recent. Um, but it was still quite a while ago. But uh, the first one I had was at like, and I wish I was good with geography to describe it, but it was basically just like a lush green field, but then it was, it, was it went to like a sheer cliff that had a short rocky beach and then just like open ocean or water or something. Um, but somewhere like along the cliffside, there was like a cove like carved into it, like, or not a carved, like naturally formed sure. into it, uh, like in like a half moon shape. And, but inside was like, you know, um, a cabin that was kind of like sized like a trailer home. Yeah. Um, and it was like slightly to the right with you know the front door facing in there was a boat launch and a dock on it and uh like in the back right corner there was like this pile of rocks and like this old i want to say like ford style pickup truck that was like cream orange and white parked backed up on top of it so like the nose was pointing down and like everywhere else on the other side were just like you know random logs or uh boxes or just just random stuff but when it started, it was like almost sundown, and uh, we were there with like a group of people. I think it was five of us in total. It was like three guys and two girls, and uh, we we approached the the center of it, like or the top of it. There's a metal staircase going down to the left, and we like check our gear, like hey, we're ready to go, so let's go. And we start going down the stairs, and the stairs are like bolted into the the side of the cliff. And it switched back. It does like one switch back to the right, and we end up like back in the middle again. So we all split up. Uh, I have like some device with like blinking lights. I don't really know what it does or what it's looking for, but I head left to like where the boxes and logs are, and I'm just you know looking around and just waiting for stuff to happen. Um, I didn't find anything, at least according to whatever the device I had was looking for. I knew it wasn't working, um, but. I mean, I guess, like, when you go some, like, finding nothing's a, a common thing. Uh, but it malfunctioned. And uh, to me, it, was, it wasn't it was anything that, like, oh, it's like, oh, something happened. It was just like, oh, it's not working. I'll just go find someone and try to see if I can find an extra piece of equipment. Uh, I find, so I turn on my flashlight, and I walk towards the truck, and it's, like, almost, like, dark, dark now. And uh, in the truck, in the passenger seat is, like, you know, uh, one of the guys. I came up to him and asked him, I was like, hey, do you got like an extra one of these with you? And he's like, uh, and he gave me some shit about like not being prepared or whatever. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I got one thing. It's what I do. It didn't work. 
And so he hands me this little keychain version of it. And He's I'm like, like, don't break this one. I was like, really? This is the best you got? <laughs> but it's got blinking lights and it does the same thing. Like, or at least I knew it did the same thing. And, but as I start wa- walking away, I'm going back over, uh, one of the girls from the group of three that went behind the cabin, like, is like, hey, uh, you guys should come over here, like, pretty quick. So we're like, okay. So we run over there. And uh, one of the guys and the other girl are, like, kneeling on the ground, like, sitting on their legs, like, with their hands on their knees. And they got just got this blank stare. Like, they're facing each other, but not looking at each other, just kind of offset a little. But they're just staring into nothing. Like, I'm waving my hands in front of their faces. I'm poking them, like, hey, like. Can you hear me? Just completely not moving. And uh, they had like their flashlights pointed at like the other person must have like set them up so like we can like see without having to manipulate them too much. But after we're like not really sure what's going on and uh, suddenly they just start to stand in like unison. And when they stand up all the way, they just start to scream. And uh, and this immediate sense of like panic from the situation, sure. But like a instilled fear and pressure just like filled the air, like it was a presence. Yeah. Not just being scared because right. something's happening. Like the panic feeling and the fear feeling was two different things. And um, the dream got really spotty from there. But at some point. We found a small box about the size of a volleyball, I would like to say. And a and when I started remembering what was going on again, I was like covering it the box in like this red paste. And then I lit it on fire. <laughs> and uh and th- ran over to the boat launch and threw it in the water. But when that when it's when it hit the water, it the fear and pressure sensation alleviated but didn't go away and when i turned around the other guy that was in the truck um was like had like this tall box on like a dolly and i quickly helped him get it on the boat launch we covered it in some weird red paste again like it was prepared i don't know what that stuff was okay and lit it on fire let it burn and push it into the water and they were just kind of like floating on the water, just on fire. But then as soon as it like was in the water and out of the situation, uh, like that, the fear and the pan- and the pressure presence alleviated, gone. Jeez. And like we went back to the people, make sure they were okay. And they were totally like coherent again. And like we could talk to them. We we're like, hey, what happened? They had no idea what was going on. And that's pretty much when it ended was right there. And I guess I want to add that like um, I – explain this in the first dream but i guess i'll I'll re-say it whenever i have dreams i don't have any control of what's happening yeah they're not like lucid it's always like the back seat of someone else like i'm viewing through their eyes sharing their emotions and feelings and like their sense of like touch smell sight whatever yeah like if, if they feel sad then like i'm crying even though i don't necessarily feel sad kind of kind of stuff Dang, so you're, like, living through someone else. Yeah. Dang, that's weird. You're, like, dreaming in someone else's space. World or yeah, something. Yeah, like, world. Man, those, yeah. When Whenever you talk about that dream, I just, I always think of, like, like Pacific Northwest. Maybe. It just gives me Pacific Northwest vibes. Absolutely. Because at some point I've seen a picture of the landscape I'm describing, but I can't say where it's from. But it was, like, you know, just flat green fields that, like, 
cuts off on a cliff and there's just ocean there. And it's so specific. It feels like like you need to like turn this into a movie somehow. <laughs> For some reason, it kind of sounds like New Zealand a little bit. I, I don't know Oh, that's know a good why. point, too. That's a good point. That might be it. But then, like, the almost like the ritual, I want to say, of being able to banish. I mean, it might have been like the heart and the body that my, you sent off. My only guess is we found objects in the in the cabin that was related to whatever thing was doing this. Yeah. Uh, how we found out what those were the right things, I have no idea because like there was just a, there was just a big blank window. Wait, uh, Megan said heart and body. Is that was in those boxes? No, like I have no idea what was in the boxes. I might be onto something. You but don't did know. you just guess that? Like, where did you come up with that? I mean, to, to me, it kind of right sounds sizes. like. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. so, that's so creepy. Kind of yeah. sounds like banishment in a way, and maybe because oh. like to to me, lighting a box on fire and then sending it off in the ocean, it kind of reminds me of like a Viking ritual to send their oh yeah yeah ones off in a way. Like you're putting but, something on it that's like not gonna extinguish in the water, right? That the, it's gonna burn and, and sink or something. That, like that that red paste though, for some reason, I'm just picturing like tomato paste and just smearing. <laughs> no, honestly, it the, over. the first one with the small box looked like a ketchup packet. Like it was, it was so weird. I was so confused about whatever it was, but it was very flammable because it just went up like immediately. Dude, heart and a body. Sorry. Like, she just said that so matter of mm. fact. Like, I was like, wait, wait, what? I don't what, remember that part. Whatever those, whatever was in those boxes was very connected to what was happening. Yeah. And at some point, we figured out, we figured that out. And what makes me kind of worried is, like, how long were those people, like, standing there and, like, screaming like that? Because it was, like, they were shouting, like, really loud. Like, but it was like you were there to do that. Yeah. Like, you didn't just, like... Like, like I was, like, me and that guy in the truck were the pe- people to take action while, like, the other girl that was with them just kind of stayed with them. And made sure they didn't hurt themselves or anything like that's that. That's such a crazy dream to just have. Like that's to me, that's got you had to be experiencing something that happened somewhere. See, I've been trying to put meaning to dreams for a while. And for a, a, a while I had it figured out, like or at least I thought I had it figured out. Yeah, sure. Um, like first, you know, I thought it was just, oh, it's me seeing different versions of me or whatever. Mm. In experiences that had happened or hasn't happened yet to happen kind of things but i've never like had like deja vu to the point where like oh i can predict what's happened next yeah 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 like whenever like deja vu hits it's always just like a flash like hey we've like been here before and then but like i look around trying to find more familiarities and then that's as far as it goes but like a lot of the things like you know like that and dreams i've told before on the previous episode like it's just a lot of stuff that definitely hasn't happened yet but it's like way in the future but like, it, yeah kind of because you're seeing through someone's like, like i mean like mm, like for the longest time i thought yeah. it was me and uh and I, I thought i had it like pretty nailed down that that was the answer um but i couldn't confirm that because i didn't see a mirror like yeah and i talked about this in the last episode also but supposedly you can't see yourself in a mirror right but i did I, I had a really short dream and I walked into, uh, like, I walked into, a, a, like, a bathroom mirror. Yeah. But I had, like, really long hair, like, you know, like, down to, like, my chest. and But, like, my bangs, like, covered my eyes. And, like, I had, like, a, um, a small beard. And so, it, although I couldn't see most of my face, like, my bone structure and my body size was, like, the same. So you, like, knew it was you. And, I, yeah, and I knew it was me. And then that was, like, oh, that guarantees it. Like, I'm, 
uh, like it's just different versions of me. But then later I had a dream where I was not a guy. And, <laughs> and okay, back to square one. Back to square one. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. So yeah. that's so, I don't know. We, we actually just did an episode about dreams. And I'm like, there's like a theory that like some, some dreams are like visions into a parallel universe. And like, I think that whatever you're seeing, your dreams just sounds there's they're so like cinematic feeling, but they're also very like they're so real. They're like they're so real. Like you they have you describe real. the emotion of these people that you're having the dream about. You're like quantum leaping. It's an old <laughs> reference, but like into other bodies. All right, tell tell the other one. Oh, uh, more ghost hunting dreams. So the next, so the next one I had was kind of funny and kind of scary. Um, Is this the chair one? No, I think the last one I told was the chair one, but like I'm pretty sure it was a box that he was carrying on, okay. not a chair. But um, so it, it started out with like me. Well, I say me as whoever I am. Whoever you are in this, yeah. In uh, in like my room in my current house, but what was different was like the house had different furniture, different wall color. Like the house was the same. Just the layout was slightly different as far as what was in it. Right. Um, but I had another like, um, ghost hunting device. It was probably the size of, uh, I guess like a Nintendo switch, let's say. And it had like a screen on it with a camera on the front and some buttons on the side for settings. But the, the image was like a thermal uh, image, like where it was like uh, scaled in like dark blues, reds, and oranges, and yeah. whites, and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Um, but, you know, I looked out, like looked up from the screen, looked around, the room was dark, and uh, I kind of heard like this laughing or something. Uh, it was very like high-pitched, angry, like... Uh, Kind of like think of like an evil Alvin the Chipmunk kind of noise. Oh it was really creepy. I looked down at the screen and because um, uh, the noise is coming through the device, and there's like this little foot and a half tall, fat gremlin thing with like horns, and behind him is like a two and a half foot tall, like slender. Uh, creature yeah with like a long like flat disc like head and uh and when that one like they started to like talk at each other in this like weird language and like the the, the short one had like you know that evil alvin yeah noise going on and the other one was kind of like more like a really slowed down like eeyore kind of noise <laughs> it was really weird <laughs> but but then the, the little one, like, turns at me because I guess it knows, like, I, I look up above the screen. They're not there. I can only see them on the screen. And, like, I kind of get up, and the little one, like, jumps at me. I get scared. I, I, I run down the hallway of, my, of the house I was in, and, uh, like, I can see it chasing me, like, as I'm backing up. <laughs> and I trip over something, like, on my back. And as I, like, I'm looking at the screen, I can, like, all the way at the end of the hallway, I can see the tall one or the tall one. Taller. Yeah lean over like through the door frame and i can see his head peeking around the corner and like the little one like jumps on my chest and like i can feel it i can't see it and uh, but like it kind of just ended there oh 
It was a really short one, but it was definitely strange. That's horrifying. E.T. phone gremlin over here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was weird that they were, like, invisible, and they were only, like, visible with whatever device I was using to see them. And, uh, but, like, I tried, like, finding if something, like, that existed. Like, if it, like, if there was some ghost hunting, like, a mixture between a spirit box and a thermal camera or whatever. But never found anything like it, so, but. I mean, I'm sure there's something like that out there. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you can create it. <laughs> That's so weird. It reminds me of, we did an episode with this gentleman, and he talked about duendes. No, they're like, it's like a Mexican folklore. They're like these like little people that like do like stuff like that in people's houses. They like mess with people and like oh. steal stuff like and like tricksters and tricksters. Way. Yeah, yeah. And you have to like give them offerings, otherwise they because like I, won't leave you alone. Because I don't think they didn't seem like malicious, just kind of like having a good time kind of thing. But the other one was definitely more angry than the other the little one like the tall one was like like hey maybe we shouldn't like mess with them so much <laughs> and the other guy the other one just didn't care he's like, just like we're fucking this guy up yeah I'm, i was like i'm gonna mess with him it'll be fun <laughs> my goodness all right well i don't know there's not a lot to pick apart in that one no like that one's really short pretty straightforward and i like and even with the last one if there's supposed to be meaning to these i have no idea i can't pull anything of it I'm pretty firm on the side of my dreams don't mean anything. I, I can see where other people explain their dreams and from what they can remember, uh, how it can be symbolic in some way. Yeah. But yours are so all over the place. They're just so real. They don't seem like it's some like one thing's a symbol in it because every piece is yeah. a part of it. Sure. Wait, are there, is there a third ghost hunting dream? Yes. All right, one, one more, one more ghost hunting dream, and then I'm, we're turning it over to Megan. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> fair, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> My timer's not up yet. Uh, so the last one was definitely probably the roughest. I'd have to say uh, we were part of another like team. Um, whereas, well, I say yeah, the last one I was by myself. There was like no yeah. one else. And uh, I don't know how many people were in it because I didn't get a whole scope of what was going on. But it started off with us entering a room um, with flashlights. Everything was dark. It was like really like old furniture and china cabinets, like the kind of couches and chairs that have like the cushions like pleated into the wood. Oh, yeah. Like definitely grandma's house kind of vibes. For sure. Um, And there was like, you know, two armchairs, a coffee table, and then like a couch. And then anything past that, I don't really remember. Like, the wallpaper was, like, white with, like, blue, like light blue stripes going across it. And the furniture matched the walls and everything. <laughs> it was... But it was a nice room. It was a nice room. <laughs> <laughs> but um, me and someone else uh, walked somewhere uh, between the coffee table and the couch. And everyone else kind of went around us. And, like, point, looking around and stuff. And But I had this device in my hand that kind of looked like a Geiger counter. Uh, like the radiation things that yeah. like tick and buzz or whatever noise they make. It's like this box shaped thing with like a handle that comes over the top of it. Um, but it was like white and it had uh, a dial on it with like a needle in the middle. And it was like resting on like a spring loaded like finger or something. And we're both just sitting, sort of standing there staring at it. 
and then uh, eventually it just kind of like makes a little bump and then you know bounces off the spring and then rests again we share a glance of like that was weird yeah but we keep staring at it seeing if it'll move again and then all of a sudden it just the needle just goes up and over like whatever maximum value was on it and like spins like two or three full times before like resting like pulling the spring with it oh and we was like much more shocked shared a glance again we're like uh and then when we go like uh hey guys this weight hits us it forces me to like my hands and knees uh it forces the other guy he's able to catch himself on one knee and but he's bent over like trying to hold himself up but as soon as we like our shout like if we try to talk or shout or like ask for help anytime i open my mouth this low a deep shout or scream would come out of like my mouth and it would just drown out anything I had to say. And the weirdest thing about it was it felt like my body was making the noise without using or without having the air to make it. Like I could still talk and breathe through it normally, but anytime my mouth was open, including the other person, it was just this guttural, guttural scream. And when uh like after i realized i couldn't like say anything to anyone else to help it i started to pray i don't remember what the prayer was but as but as i'm talking through the prayer it's just being drowned out by this shout and every time like i open my mouth and there's just no break to it like i can feel my vocal cords shaking from it and it just doesn't stop but as soon as the prayer ends quits and that pressure is gone and i feel like sore like from all the shouting yeah like even though like it wasn't like the air coming out of myself but my body was still making that noise like something was speaking through you right and like and that's when it ended and like the whole like possession thing was not fun Uh, zero out of ten would not zero (laughs) would not experience again So was was there any, I guess, distance from the first one that you described with the greenery and everything to this? Because like the... no, Th- this one just started in the room. Yeah, we just entered the room, and then like that's like when it began. And it wasn't like the same group of people; it was a different group. I couldn't really tell, because was... like because like the other because like the first group, I I could make out like I can describe them pretty well, and but like this one, there was so little interaction with a person that none of them like really like jump forward like into my memory but i guess what was how long after the first dream did this possession dream if if you will happen it had to have been a while they were all spaced out pretty far because like it was it was like the the same pose that the other two people that got possessed was in no see they were sitting like they were like uh, kind of like if you were like to sit proper at like a I guess like a Japanese table or something like that. Oh, like on their okay. knees. Yeah, like, like they're sitting on they're sitting on their legs and their heels, oh, and yeah. they got their knees together and forward. Right. Like that's how they were sitting. Like me, it was just like someone pushed me down, and I was just like on my hands and knees, like trying to, like, not fall completely over. Yeah. On all fours in a way. Well, well, just all the way to the ground. But yeah. Do you feel like they were in the same universe? 
Like, did they have the same, like, you know, because, like, dreams kind of have, like, a vibe. It's Sorry, hard. I said vibe. But yeah, no. it's hard to put them in connection, especially when there's no, like, true link. Yeah. To, like, from one location to the other. Um, I, I've had a few. Well, I've had one definite one that was a continuation. And then I had um, another one that continued in a different way. We'll talk about that one uh, later tonight. Nice. Um, but, no, there was nothing, like, really that string these together they were just three ghost related or spiritual i don't know if they were ghosts or something but yeah some spiritual related dreams that i've had dang did you watch a ghost movie earlier that day or something and then you went no. to bed <laughs> very few times uh a media that i have taken in the night before has influenced it in some way um there was one that I remember that it was definitely it, and I don't. I think oh, it was. I think it's a genre thing called like biopunk, huh. and it's kind of like future technology, but like everything's like biological in some way. Oh sure. So there's a game that came out. I forget what it's called. That was like about that. Shadowrun. No, not that. That's cyberpunk. Different thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Biopunk is gross. <laughs> My, bad. My bad. Like. Like, literally everything that is a machine is, like, a living thing. And it's really weird and creepy. I think oh. I know the game you're talking about. I just yeah. can't think I don't of remember it. the name either, and I wish I did. But I had one dream that was like that, and it was really unsettling. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where, like, all the, like, you, like, make stuff out of, like, bones, and there's, like, blood. and Yeah. Like, and you usually, usually stick your hand into something yes. gooey to operate yes. it. Oh. <laughs> what is that called? Is that not, not, it's not, like, called extinction? or Maybe? I don't. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, I know the it, game. It, it came out like maybe a year or two ago. I would die if I had a dream like that. Yeah, it was gross. That game looks so disgusting. But I, don't, I, I can't recall enough to make a story out of that one. But I, I know that it had happened. Yeah, when you first ever told me those dreams, I was like, man, those are so they, they seem significant, but I can't tell if it's significant to your life or someone else's life. It just seems like you're like peeking in like a window of like someone else or something else because they seem like like a movie. Like it's movie-esque. What, that's, that's really what they feel like, but with like the 4D option of feeling it. feelings. That's the <laughs> It's an like, IMAX. Emotions. <laughs> like whether I want to feel the emotions or not, they're just there. Man. Well, you shared those. Yeah. Although, I hope that your dreams are correlated to something completely different than mine because mine are to the point where it's like i hope that mine can't be tied to other things because i might need to go and see somebody see some therapy <laughs> all right megan it's time megan's dreams i guess it really depends on where you want me to start do you want me to start a little bit smaller and then work my way up to the more crazy one yeah yeah <laughs> Um, Let's so, work our way up. Uh, there was one that thankfully was short because I would not have wanted to live all the way through it. But I remember being on a rooftop and I, I want to say that it was like an apartment building or something, but it was in a bigger city. I can't really put my finger on what because it was too short. But I remember being in someone else's body and I was like the voice in the head in a way, but the voice in the head just didn't matter. Like, I was kind of questioning, why are we up on a rooftop somewhere? But then when the person started walking forward, I kind of noticed that they were walking towards, like, the edge of the roof. And I was like, what are you doing? What is your plan? But I got the feeling that the person was just 
they felt so hopeless. Like there was nothing they could have done to make anything any better. So as they were walking towards the edge, I was just, me, Megan, internally in their head was screaming, no, don't think about this. You shouldn't be doing this. You might just have someone that really cares about you, think about others, and they just walked right off the cliff. But as, like, I, I felt the feeling that they were feeling as they were falling, and it was like relief. And I was like, you shouldn't be feeling relief from right. this. But they were going like, I guess face first in a way and then somehow they ended up on their back and when they hit the ground is when I woke up and I had raging back pain and I was like I don't want to have that ever happen again but it was just it was bizarre because to me it felt like it lasted like five minutes but then when I looked at the clock I was like that happened over four hours no no way in hell but I just it was crazy because me i would never think about ending my life ever right i would try and go and get someone which is what i was trying to convey to this person but nothing was getting through wow so to me i don't know why in the world i had the vision of someone jumping off a cliff and just saying my life is meaningless i have nothing right and it's like i don't feel that way but i'm kind of wondering if like there was some alternate Megan that was thinking that but I'm like I never was depressed in any way I I always had caring people around me so I was like I've got nothing to correlate that to with my life but it was just it was a bizarre dream that I'd never want to experience ever again yeah my gosh and it's weird that it wasn't like you it's weird that you were like in the mind of this person and they're experiencing this wow yeah, no. Um, I thought you were going to start at the small. Oh, no. <laughs> in, in time. We are, we are, okay, that was, small to me is like a very short one. Okay. And then the more detailed ones is kind of where I go towards. <laughs> so when you wake up from that, what do you, what were you, besides obviously like terrible back pain? I was... I had cold sweats at that point yeah. because to me it was like I just witnessed someone commit suicide. Yeah. I was seeing everything through their mind, but as soon as they hit the ground, my mind went just blank and that's when I woke up. You were like shoved out. So, I was I was questioning everything. I had to like take it all in and just go that wasn't you. I hope that wasn't someone else. I don't I hope that it wasn't like me viewing through someone else's eyes, like somewhere out in the world where they just said my life's meaningless and they actually did commit suicide off of a building. But I have no way of proving that. I I hope I'm not psychic (laughs) because that's the worst kind of psychic to be. (laughs) I mean, after the like head in the heart box comment, like I think you might have some sort of like, (laughs) like you just said that so matter of fact. So I keep thinking about that. It was just questions. I didn't know. Oh, that's a head in the heart. Psychic. I've deemed it. (laughs) Um, Thanks for starting small. What's next? You're welcome. Um, Starting small in different ways. Um, The next one... The next one, it was weird because it was almost like I was me without being me. I was, I don't really want to say someone of importance, but I was from a powerful family, if you will. And I remember that I, um, 
I came into the dream and I was sitting in like a penthouse somewhere and I was watching television and breaking news came on and there the news reporter said like there's been a nuke that's been set off and it was just the sense of just why why are we getting this like if if it's in another country it's a completely different thing but when when I heard something off to my right I had to go and look and all that I see is just a mushroom cloud and I got escorted out by a whole bunch of people but there was one person in particular that I recognized and I recognized my grandpa but when I said grandpa he went well you can see me that way but I'm not your grandpa I'm I'm like your personal assistant if you will but when I was escorted out I don't know why when there's a nuke going off that they would escort me through an an elevator okay but they brought me into an elevator and it was like a really nice penthouse hotel deal and they escorted me down to the lower ground and they had like a car waiting and everything and like a whole bunch of bodyguards and everything but once i got outside and i saw all the rushing people running through the streets screaming bloody murder yeah is when i woke up and i was like who was i i didn't see a single window or mirror anything like that and i was like who was i why were they escorting me i feel like i should have been trying to help people but instead it's just for some reason, my my personal being is more important than other people. It's like I would have rather them help other people, but I might have also been like the president's daughter or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't. I really That's don't. That's wild. Know. But Ooh. just seeing seeing a nuke going off and like feeling the pressure of we need to get you to safety, and then being thrown into an elevator without me being able to say anything it was just okay. Sure, <laughs> I'm not gonna try and resist it. But it was just wild. That is really wild. Oh, I don't know what to say about that one. I mean, there's nothing but, really to say. I mean, for for me, most of my dreams are just completely random. Like, to me, I don't really watch movies much anymore. And those that I do, for some reason, if I do have a dream, I don't really remember everything. Yeah. I just kind of wake up and it's just all in one ear and out the other if you will but there's some that i do remember and if it's so tragic yeah for some reason it just it comes to my mind like it just sticks yeah and i know that that was my more recent one that i had yeah so when did that okay so when did the first one happen uh first one oh god uh 12 13 years ago roughly okay and then this recent, this one? Uh, the more recent one was like last year. Okay. Mine, I'm not able to recall dreams as frequently as Tristan is yeah. lately. But the ones that I do, for some reason, always involve death in some way. Interesting. And I don't know why. But never yours. No. Someone it's always else's. someone else's. Interesting. Interesting. And that your grandpa was in it. Yeah, but... But he wasn't he, your grandpa. No. Because, like, it was, it was literally, like, his face, it was his hair, like, the way that he dressed and everything. But for some reason, it was just, I don't know who your grandpa is, but it's not me. And it's like, no, you definitely are my grandpa. And I was able to ask him, like, you are my grandpa, right? And he went, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> no more questions. No more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dream grandpa. <laughs> you know, I guess not. All right. The maze. Oh. Is this the creepy one? Is this uh, the long one? This they're is all the one that... This is the one that freaked me out the most, too. So this is the one that I think happened shortly after, like, probably within, like, a week or two of the building suicide. Um, this is one where I was dropped in, and it was just... I was dropped in, and it was a hallway of bricks. It was, like, brick walls and everything, but when I looked up, it was just black. There was no roof or anything like that. It was just... To me, it was kind of like if, like, a game dev just created a hallway and then just put lighting without you being able to see the lights. Yeah. It was just black. Okay. And I remember I was myself because I was able to verify that it was myself based on like my hair color my like my face structure and everything yeah and i remember walking towards the end of the hallway where there was a door and then when i turned around it was just it was another wall okay weird so i continue through and when i open the door i look and there's just another wall but this one it turns to the left i look behind me again okay nothing's changed walk through the door, close the door behind me, turn around, the door's gone. Now all of a sudden it's just another wall. So I just, I keep going down endless maze after maze is what it felt like, but it was just hallways and there were some doors, there were some windows, but I could never see through the window. It was always just a black, endless void. But then when I jumped through the window, it would always vanish. There were moments where I would meet other people within it. I never recognized anybody, but they were always panicked. And every time that I would come up upon them panicked, I would always try and tell them, okay, where are we? They never had any explanation or anything like that. They were always just freaked out. Okay, let's try and go through this together. We can, Yeah. let's just try and make it out alive. If death is even an option in a place like this so at some point i get a minor like a small group together and all of us are able to go through each door and everything and not be separated but then there was a particular hallway that we went into where it was just blood splattered on the walls and there was actually a body where did this body come from what did this who did this yeah i was never able to find out but when people saw the body people just panicked and there were some moments where there were so many different avenues to go down. Like there was a left path, there was a right path and everything. And just people started splitting up, but I never saw anybody ever again. It was just, it was literally a never ending maze. And I just, I kept trying to go forward in any way that I could. And there was one moment where I went through another door and I saw more blood. And as I got through walking through everything i kind of got this feeling of it's a fight or flight response and you should really choose the flight response yeah so i started running and i heard like heavy footsteps behind me i never wanted to turn around to find out what did it because of how much carnage they left but i just i kept running and running and it was just never ending running 
but um, I did get to one point where I opened a door and I walked through it and it was just an endless void. The door disappeared again and it was just an endless void and that's when I woke up. I never found out what was killing people or what was chasing me. I never found found out, but it was just, I need to go. Ugh. Again, really weird. <laughs> that is really weird. <laughs> Did you just come across the people or... Um, there were some, there were some people where I did just come across them. Um, most people I did. Um, there were some people that said, Hey, I'm looking for a person that looks like this. Okay. I came across, I think it was one time where I came across someone that looked like the person they had described, but Mm -hmm. the person that described them to me was never with me again. They yeah. just, they disappeared because they were panicked and they were just running every which direction. Which and is the most logical thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you never saw what was chasing you. No. Because I was, I was too terrified to turn around and see if it was running on two mm. legs or four legs or however many legs. But when I heard just huge footsteps mm-hmm. and seeing all the blood and everything, I yeah. went, not gonna look because it's probably gonna kill me the second that I turn around. Smart. Usually, so usually a minotaur is like the closest thing related to like a maze. Yeah. And who knows? It might have just been the the huge, tall, red-eyed creature that I saw in your basement that was chasing <laughs> me. I don't know. It was that. It was having a good time playing beach. He was just on a VR going <laughs> going wild in there. Did you ever see any like markings on the wall or like claw marks or like anything else? I, I did see some claw marks and a couple handprints um, of people like trying, trying to, to get away from whatever it was. Away, but it was just, it never worked out for the people. People claw marks or like inhuman cl- claw uh, marks? It looked like inhuman claw marks, 100%. Oof. Well, but yeah, for, for me, I, I'm with Tristan. Like I can't explain why I would have a dream like that. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. the only thing that I can come up with is maybe I was at such an indecision of, at my life Yeah. where it was just, well, I can go through this door or I can go through this door. Which door do I go through? Yeah. But either way, I can't look back. Like, I, I need to leave everything that's in the yeah. past behind me. But why is there rage-killing monster behind me <laughs> yeah that's the question the rage-killing monster Well, because like a lot of times in dreams they say like like dream interpretation people will be like oh well if you're running from something you know like you're yeah. running away from something in your life and blah 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 but like this was like like an imminent 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 danger imminent, yep. yeah imminent yeah so we're all like imminent, right? <laughs> um, it was like something you needed to run from yeah so like whatever was chasing you it's just weird that it was like so beast-like and disgusting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming it was disgusting. I can't tell you. I never saw it. I never wanted to see it. All that I knew is that I had to run. I can't imagine. How did you? How did you wake up from that? Where you're just like, um, was the rest I, of your day just like screwed? I am not gonna lie. I woke up and I actually had to turn on the light and kind of take a couple laps and like go and get get some water and like take a couple deep breaths and yeah. reassure myself that. It's done. The dream's done. Hopefully, the dream's done. But it was just this constant fear of just if I ever go back to sleep and if I ever go back to that, I kind of want to look at the creature, but right. I also kind of don't. Yeah. Maybe have like visualize your phone and just be like, 
Yeah. Quick, quick, quick back selfie. Um, I wish. <laughs> just a, <laughs> one of those in the air. That's selfie terrifying, with the dude. Creature. Selfie. <laughs> Hashtag in a dungeon with a monster. <laughs> that sounds like it sounds like you were like in Doom. Oh yeah, like, like the, the old game. I might have been, even though I've never played the game. That's what like some of the like the old school Doom looks like. You're just like triple barreled shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have had one. But <laughs> I feel unfortunately. like at, I feel like at that point you wouldn't even got a chance to use it. No. Uh-uh. Look back on yourself and find out you were the monster the whole time. <laughs> Knowing the way that I view myself from time to time, it wouldn't surprise me if I viewed the creature as big and scary, and then when I turn around, it's a little bunny. Yeah. <laughs> it would not surprise me. That's Because I kind of come to conclusions a little bit too harshly sometimes. So. I think I'd still run from the bunny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it did that, I'd get out of there. Right. Have you guys, okay, since you both are like extreme dreamers here. Have you ever had like a like a like a dual dream or like the same dream? Never. No. And then you mentioned, yeah, you talked to me about mm-hmm. that one couple that had it. Yeah, there's a couple that I I gotta well, listen to that episode. I haven't done it yet. Oh yeah. Oh, no, God, I have yeah. to get them to come on. But they had like a yeah. dual dream, like the that same exact horrifying crazy. dream, and woke up and saw, they both saw something in the room, mm-hmm. like something was like like a big dark. Because like anytime I have a dream with like someone I know in it. I asked them about it, like, hey, this is what I had, you were in it. And they got like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, know nothing about it. It's so hard to tell someone you had a dream about them. It's weird. I'm like, okay, this is going to sound weird, but. Hey, you were in my dream last night, and they're just like, oh. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, no. no. about? <laughs> yeah. like that. But I'm going to tell you. <laughs> t- yeah. Definitely. I'm going to keep you in suspense for as long as I can. Yes, you'll never know. You'll never know what it is based off that reaction. <laughs> All right, we back to you. I think so. Anything else, Megan? Nothing. <laughs> I might I might add a comment or two if I think about something of <laughs> Tristan's dream, but um, yeah. I just wonder which dream he's gonna tell next. Because um, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, oh boy. Uh, yeah. Going for the juggler. Yeah. Juggler. This one like still gets me because it's. I mean, it's probably, like, really scary. Because uh, and it's also uh, real-world things that have happened and probably yeah. will happen again, as sad as it is. Um, I, I guess I'll just roll right into it. Um, I knew I was at a, a college campus somewhere. I don't know what it was. And I was in an office... And I could hear gunshots. And the the best way I can set up the setting here is that if you think of like three lanes, with like the first lane being like wall and doorways to offices, and like the middle lane being offices with like doorways on each end, like all leading to each other, yeah. with like hallways in between them. So it'd be like door, you know, mini hallway door. Sure. And then on then then the last lane is you know. You know the hallways to the offices, and then the, uh, and then like windows. Um, but it, it started off like right in the middle of it. Uh, there was, you know, the door was open to the next office, and there was some uh, Indian guy uh, with some like Woodstock rifle, and the, there was a person in front of me, and he closed the door, and we started to run. But you know, a few shots went through the door, hit him, he hit the ground. 
I door was closed. And the, Wait, I got, which guy? The guy with the gun or the other guy? The the, the rather random person okay. that was there. Um, I didn't get a good look at him, but I turned and ran, got to the next office, closed the door, and just started looking for stuff, like just anything I could use to hide, defend myself, or whatever. I started going through some drawers, and on the, like the very bottom drawer, like you know, like those metal gray like filing oh, yeah. cabinets, they always got that big drawer on the bottom. Sure. And there's like uh like training like paintball guns like lined up in there. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> like, <laughs> there it is. This'll uh, do. It's a dream. Maybe it'll shoot fire. Yeah. So <laughs> I pu- I pull it out and I look down the window hallway and there's some uh you know, white blonde kid with like body armor and a handgun. And he sees me come around the corner with something. He flinches a little, and I pull the trigger at him a few times, and it's just air. Nothing comes out. Great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he he laughs. He thinks it's funny. He's like, oh, like yeah, look at this guy trying to be a hero. Calls his buddy over, and uh, he comes out of one of the hallways from the offices and puts the gun in my chest and just starts walking me backwards down the hallway. And they're cracking jokes, laughing at each other. Like, you know, like oh, like this one person tried to fight us. We reach the end of the hallway, and there's kind of like a um, like a lobby. Like there's like a painting on the wall, plants in the corners, and a couch, and like a door on the other side. And eventually, they just kind of stopped me there because like we ran out of room. And uh, the Indian kid or the white kid ter- says a joke. Indian kid turns around, laughing at him. They start talking more. Um, paintball guns. Uh, if you don't use them with the hose, the big heavy air tanks like on the back of it. So I take the thing and I swing it over his head and start wrestling for the gun that he's got, the rifle. And we're both like pulling it towards us. So we kind of end up in this like hugging position, but with the gun and the arms like in between us. And when the white guy sees what's going on, he uh, like, I got my, my chin over like his shoulder. He's got his chin over my shoulder. He like springs the action puts the gun up right up to my eye and pulls the trigger. And I distinctly remember like in one moment, flash red, nothing woke up and dying in a dream. I don't know if it's ever happened to you. Kind of (laughs) sucks. Because you're not supposed to be able to. Right. And I woke up from this and this, like I was really freaked out like was awake for like you know 20 30 minutes before i could go back to bed yeah and when i went when i finally got back to sleep i it continued but from the perspective of the indian guy which was a first for one because only one other time a continuation has happened and that was like seven years apart but from the same perspective yeah and this was like back to back but from the perspective of another person which again through my dream theory way out the window right and he's like this is the second shooter person yeah exactly and but we're we're pointing our rifles at or i'm pointing my rifle at him he's pointing his handgun at me we're at the top of the national anthem like for the home of the braid and like playing like a no like we're singing it like a suicide pact what and we're pointing it at each other, and like when we get to like the land of the free at the end, like um, like the little voice I was like in the first person, like was talking into like fighting these people, like you have to stop this, and now was in this guy, 
And I was like, you like, you can't go out like this. You have to stop him, if anything. And uh, I used, um, he uses the rifle to uh, swing the guy's arm out. Shot goes off, misses. And, but he uses his free arm to grab the gun, throws it to the ground. I try and take control of his arm and, uh, and I get like behind him and kind of like a bear hug trying to control it. Yeah. And he's able to reach it around to the back of my skull and pulls the trigger again. So you died twice. Twice, twice <laughs> in one night. Oh my gosh, dude. Jeez. That day Man. sucked. <laughs> it was in the, but the, the fear and the adrenaline, like yeah. my heart was racing and like, but it was just like ended and like immediately. Cause like I felt it hit the back of my head before it went off. Oh my gosh. Oh, the first time you told me that I was shook for a little while, to be honest with you. Because in like, I've been, I like did like research too. Cause this like, cause like, did this happen somewhere? Yeah. And I, I like looked up like school shootings, college shootings, yeah. mass shootings. And a lot of times when they happen, at least like, you know, in like school-based areas yeah. or whatever, it's one person. It's always, yeah, it's usually one. And only I only found one thing that was a mass shooting uh, with two people. And it was somewhere in the 2000s. And it was like a, a at like a Chinatown place. So it was like some kind of hate crime or whatever yeah. that happened. And, but it was like not even close to the same setting as what I saw. Yeah. And or Columbine, that was two people. Me, but I think someone told me that too. But I, it was like wrong era, I think. Yeah, well, wrong kind of building too, right? Maybe I, I don't know a lot about it. Um, but, um, yeah, like it was just like I was trying to find more about it, and apparently, like there's lots of different kinds of like mass shootings. Like a mass shooting is like anything that's like. I think it's like two or more. Yeah. It's like it's, but it's like you know, like drive-bys on the street is considered a mass shooting. It's just oh, what really? hits the news is like, oh, it hit a school or it hit a, a store or yeah. whatever. Like usually when it's localized is when like what we associate it with. Oh sure. So it's really hard to find like a specific instance uh, of that. But no, like every time I tell that, I just get goosebumps. <laughs> I got goosebumps before you told me. That. I was like. <laughs> Ugh, this one's gross. This one's gross. That one to me, because uh, for one, you died twice, which is yeah. not a thing. And for two, like you were two separate, like the first two time. different people. But you were you you the first time or no? I don't know. You were just. No. No. Because like that was the first time I saw the person I became like as someone else. Like, cause like up until that point, I was like, oh, it's different versions of myself. Yeah. But I can't be two people right. in the same place. So there's another theory right out the window. And right now I'm left with no explanation of yeah. what they're supposed to be. Cause what, like, I, cause I, I've seen myself, I know I've been someone else and like they can't be different versions of me because both of me has existed in the same place. And when did you have this dream? Cause I remember you telling me, was this when we worked together? Yeah, this was. This was two years ago at the podcast because I referenced it at yeah. the end of the episode. But you we, told me this before the podcast. Yes, but we just never got to it. Ugh. Yeah, that one's haunting. That one's haunting, especially like the back-to-back dream. Because like usually if you have like 
I've I mean, I've had back to back dreams, but like you know, like you have a horrible dream and you jump, you you're like, I hope I don't have this again. Mm-hmm. But then you do, but it's yeah. like, oh, but usually it's, it's even like, worse. But it's like, but it's different. <laughs> yeah. But this was so specific. It was like you had to dream the other part. Yeah, which was like, oh, I got chills. Insane. And because and, and I saw on the ground the the first person I was like face down on the ground, and like during when we were singing the the end of the anthem. Yeah. That's, that's terrifying dude right and like the, the the whole the left field thing in this thing is like the paintball gun like it was weird that that was in a drawer in an office yeah like with a bunch of them but um like college paintball teams are like a thing yeah so no, like it's, it's not out of the question that it like could they would keep uh you know hardware in an office like that or yeah too bad they don't put paintballs in them yeah i know just just leave some air in them to make give you some hope during a shooting is just all. in case <laughs> just in case like, here you go kiddo <laughs> oh. yeah because it was just pop up and i was like oh great <laughs> it's like well, that didn't work yeah didn't i work. look like an idiot like uh like like talking to the guy that i was i was i was like sorry bud we tried <laughs> we give it our best the old college try sorry i said it i said it um <laughs> gosh dang well it's just kind of weird though that you had a dream like that in the day and age that we are now where it's very likely to happen it's very oh, relevant it's, it's it's almost scary though to think that you would have a dream especially a back-to-back one where it's it's almost like you wanted to kind of know the other side of the story or you had to see the way that it ended for at right. least one of them yeah it's I don't know. Like, as of right now, like, the only running theory I got on dreams is still closer to um, different people. And after re-listening to uh, the first episode, uh, someone talked about, like, the remnant energy thing. Yeah. And I I think I'm sticking close to the theory that, like, dreams are, like, you know, parts of other people that pass through us. Like, while we sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, not the way for me. it's listen. It's not a solid idea. I I acknowledge that, but um, but I kind of got some thought process that kind of backs up this idea. And a lot of people don't remember their dreams. Yeah, I, I've been told that my ability to remember remember them as vividly as I do is a rare occurrence. Cause you and you tell them the exact same way every time. How they happen? How they happen? Like you tell it like it just happened, and these and, are years apart. And um, people, and I've kind of linked it with like uh, like how some people remember memorize things, uh, uh, like the amnesia or something. Yeah. Like when yeah. someone like uh, a professional piano player loses his memory, yeah, but, but, mus- can, but can still play piano, muscle memory, without acknowledging that he's been able to play yeah. piano. Like I just thought, like with dreams, were a way of us having experiences and storing some of those experiences as skill, and that's why we call people talented. But that's an out there idea. No. I get it, but that's just the best way I could come up with what they mean. It's just the dream theory at this point. Yeah. It's a dream theory. I love that, though. <laughs> no, I like that theory because, like, some of them are so vivid and some of them are so specific. And, like, especially when they're, like, nothing to do with you. They're nothing right. to do with your real life or something you've experienced or maybe even you watch. I mean, like, I mean, like, the the mass shooting thing is like like you said is a thing in our day and age yeah and it can happen at any time for any reason it doesn't it has happened and it will happen it will happen and like 
but like the 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 amount of detail that you dream it in is so like that's so complex because you're experiencing it mm-hmm. like you're not dreaming it you're experiencing it right that's what it seems like yeah when you told me that the first time i was just like what the heck <laughs> it's a lot that is a lot all um, right, Megan, do you have any dream theories? What's your dream theories? I mean, living with the dream master. Over there. <laughs> the dream, the dream kid. That Although, sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I guess for, <laughs> for me, there's, there's a couple. Um, I do feel like when our imaginations run wild, they have the potential to really run wild. Where yeah. you, you can just watch a movie and for some reason your brain just clips like a certain thing. Yeah. And then it creates just this entire world, if, if you will, within your imagination of that particular one thing so to me like all the ghost hunting stories and everything maybe he watched like a possession type thing and maybe his brain just kind of went hey what about this idea and it terrified you so i i don't know it's they weren't fun (laughs) I, i mean hey i jumped off a building well, okay. Do you think that was fun for me? No. Well, the second one was a little fun afterwards, but <laughs> the little gremlins were cool. The gremlins were cool. But I guess for for me, there's there's a whole bunch of um, running theories. Um, the only thing that I could come up with is that our brains can do some really really weird shit. Yeah. Um, but when when it comes to things that are as real as like a mass shooting, like maybe maybe a mass shooting had just happened in like the news, or maybe mm-hmm. heaven forbid, I told you about it because that's the only thing my grandparents can for some reason talk about because all they watch is the news, and it's just oh look at that another mass shooting, and then I told you, and maybe your brain kind of went mass shooting. Yeah, but all, all the ones that have reached the news in my ears so far, ever since then, have just been one person. Yeah. And, like, I feel something, like, if that happened, it'd be in the news. Yeah. And, like, and when the dream started, it's very obvious that it had been going on. Yeah, you were, like, at the end of it. Yeah. And like the at the very end survivor. of it. Like, I would, the, the first person I was was the last person they shot. And, well, besides each other. Yeah. Um... But, like, a, a part of me, like, even though, like, none of my dreams have, like, come true, a part of me feels that that might happen, like, at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, because of how vivid it is. Because, like, like the, the setting, the way the offices were, like, they're, like, desks and office things that you'd see today. And, like, so it's it's very relatively, like, in the same, like, decade. Interesting. Well, I mean, and same with, like, the like, the nuclear explosion, like that could be a thing it could be a thing absolutely that could be a thing in this day and age too Mm -hmm. i mean that's just kind of scary to think about though it is scary to think about we 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 are almost on the brink of world war at any point like we could just not even know about it and it could just happen yeah just who's gonna push the button first right well at least hopefully you're the person in your dream who gets escorted out in a nice elevator just why, why would you go from a penthouse down to the ground floor in an elevator? Yes, it's the fastest, but why? <laughs> that was the plan. I hope that was at least a private elevator and that you didn't just screw like, like 20 other people in the building. <laughs> you probably did. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, but you probably did. Your penthouse gets priority. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but if you're in the penthouse, like... You're, you're, you know, you're richer. <laughs> no one cares. They're like, we need to get her out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like we're kind of towards the end here what would you what would you say to people 
who I mean everyone has dreams, but like right. if anyone has ever out there has had a dream as vivid as these. Oh. Write it down. Yeah. Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> no, I've been that, telling Tristan that's that. A big, for, no, honestly, I have lost probably more than half of my dreams because I've just said, eh, I'll remember it in the morning. And then but I, you do remember. Really but well. Only the ones that are like like that. Yeah. Like the ones that hit me the hardest that like physically affect me. Like sometimes I just have a cool dream and go like, wow, that was cool. I write it in the morning and I go back to sleep and I wake up. Absolutely no memory of it anymore. But I feel like, like I've told you for like years straight. Oh, yeah. But every day. Dude, like, I, I love my bed so much. <laughs> <laughs> if I can grind a minute of sleep just before work, I'll do it. And staying up and writing something down is just so hard for just me to do. Just get a recorder. Just yeah. get up and start recording it, and then you can... You like have a, a recorder in the form of your phone. Oh, that's right. Dude, I can't even be bothered to go around and look at my phone. Maybe after just get a cool-looking record, you know, like the cool podcasting-looking ones, you know, just be like... Oh, yeah, like the... <laughs> like, get, like, the two uh, wheels in it, like, yeah. spinning tape around yeah. in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Get something cool. So then <laughs> oh, my you, gosh. So you want to use go, it. Go vintage. Yeah. <laughs> get a reel-to-reel. Yeah, you're not... If you don't want to turn on your phone, you're not going to be like, hold on. <laughs> Strapping up the reel. Hey Alexa, record this. Record this. Yeah, exactly. Alexa, listen to this weird dream I just had. She'd be like, I don't understand. And then Alexa takes my dreams and sells it to Hollywood and they turn it into movies. You literally should. <laughs> like you could turn like if you wrote them down, you could turn them into screenplays and then just be and just sell them. No, a lot of them aren't long enough to be like screenplays. That's what you add to it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you expound on it. Absolutely. And then it becomes based on. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah, have you ever seen like, you know, a story that's like but it's it, like a it, short story that they turn into like a whole whole ass movie. Maybe. Avatar um, was based on a dream. <laughs> Avatar was based on a dream. Uh, Airbender or the Blue People? Blue Blue People. Okay, because <laughs> like I always have to specify because some people have seen one and not the other. And... Or like Donnie Darko, that guy wrote that in two weeks. Was that the bunny? Yeah. Yeah. He wrote. He wrote like. And it was like a two-week span where he just wrote all of that, and then nothing. Like, I've never seen the movie, so you need to watch it. And but just, I know. Just the think character. about somebody writing that in two weeks and just being like, "It's super complicated," and and everything he's ever done besides that is trash. Sorry. You're good. The guy who wrote Donnie Darko. <laughs> the second whatever terrible um, movie. But if I were, if anyone was having dreams like that, one, I invite anyone to explain any of the ones I've said on this podcast. Yeah. Two. Like, just find a way that's easiest for you to write them down. Because if you fall back asleep, you're probably going to forget them. And that goes for anyone. Because apparently, like, just people know they've had a dream and just absolutely have no memory of it. And sometimes it still happens to to me. But usually if a dream has happened and I wake up, I go, that was cool. I'll remember it. And then I don't. (laughs) So there's, there's so many stories you can just tell people. Even if you don't even tell them it's a dream. Just say like, "Hey, I got this cool story," and then you like you tell it without telling them, "Hey, this was a dream I had." Like that can still be a cool experience. I could see it. Megan, what's your parting gift? Um, I guess yeah, writing it down is is one of the main things. Um, don't ever think that it's too crazy because yeah. like there there are probably people that have even crazier dreams out there. Um, I don't know. I would almost hate to be a person that has a um, that has like a shooting dream like Tristan did, and then is a sleepwalker. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that would be a little bit terrifying. That would be trigger warning. Awful. <laughs> I definitely have to trigger warning this one. Uh, I had um, I I used to sleepwalk, but it was never bad. 
Thank God. Yeah. The worst I did, because um, like uh, the neighbor's oldest brother used to watch me uh, when my parents worked early in the morning. So I would spend the night over there and go to school. Uh, I got up in the middle of the night, walked out the front door, walked into their front door, and then got into the bed with the older brother. And he was like, hey, are you uh, supposed to, am I watching you tonight? <laughs> and he, I just said nothing, apparently. Oh and I God. stayed there for about like 30 minutes and then just got up and went home. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, "Thanks." I woke up in the. I woke up and had no memory of this happening. But I got it on video. <laughs> but that was that was the last. Uh, that was I think that was like the last time like I drink I drink walked, <laughs> uh, at least sleepwalked somewhere. Um, but I haven't done it in a long time. That's so. good. That's good. I used to sleepwalk, but then I started sleeping with the lights on, just like all light on. Because it's so terrifying to just wake up standing in the middle of your room or standing somewhere else. Not knowing what's going on. Standing in the middle of the woods up against a tree, which happened to me once. Slenderman, come help me. (laughs) Slenderman. We were chatting out there. Collect the eight pages. (laughs) But I guess just for for me, just writing it down, um, be more than happy to share your story with anyone. It's probably about the best parting parting gift I can give. even if you just remember little bits and pieces, you would be surprised at how much just that little bit can help recall everything that happened within the dream. Oh, yeah. If, even just like a small little detail, you can just go, oh, hey, now I remember mm-hmm. all of a sudden. And you can just, for, for me anyway, it's just little bits and pieces. And then all of a sudden the picture just comes into clear view. Yeah. I, I, I will attest to that because the ones that I have written down, there's a lot of details that come in as you're like putting it to paper. Sure. As like your brain kind of like starts recalling what was lost. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I did do that. But like once it's gone, it's gone. And there's like really nothing that can bring it back. So as long as you remember some key fragment of it, you can usually get a lot back is what I've learned, at least for me. I don't know if it's a universal fix, but. I, I, I guess also don't don't harbor too much on it like don't don't just devote your entire life to all of a sudden decoding a single dream yeah it's not it's almost not even worth it like just don't let dying twice in a night bother you (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's gonna be the name of this episode (laughs) truth with tristan (laughs) truth with tristan all right guys well thank you for doing this again and i'm sure you'll be back (laughs) I got more. I know you do. I feel like we could just do like an entire series. Maybe on just next you. time you can talk about the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh. water. Oh, yeah, that one. The water bottle. Oh, that one's fun. That one's funny. All right, look, you tease again yeah. for next time. <laughs> part three. All I have right. fun ones, I swear. They're not all scary. <laughs> yeah, he scared the dog. Oh, man. All right, well, thanks for, for doing this, guys, and um, we'll see you next time.